All right. Hello again, everyone. My name is Drew Schwartz. I'm from Bountiful Harvest of Faith Church. You know, I'm pumped to be doing another podcast this week. As always, my goal through these podcasts is to have discussions with people around the community and allow space for God to work through them and through all listeners. Today, we have Luke Rickert joining me to discuss the vital topic of faith and what we can do to maximize it. So, Luke, who are you? Introduce yourself. What leader, leadership position do you have? Yeah, just share a little bit. Sweet. Thanks, Drew. Thanks for having me. Super fun to, to be asked. feel honored. Yeah, like Drew said, my name is Luke, uh, Luke Rickert. I'm the area director and co-team leader of Lacrosse Area Crew. Part of my role is that I oversee a staff and student leadership team that's striving to reach the 40,000 plus college students and faculty that is our 20 campus scope in the tri-state area. I, along with my beautiful wife and co-team leader, Becca, mobilize and give leadership and direction to reach our vision of lacrosse area crew crossing campuses, cultures, state lines, and oceans to make disciples who make disciples. You see, making disciples is, is the heartbeat of what we do, and it's what God has called all of us to do, and I'm honored that I get to do it alongside such a great staff team, student leaders, and most importantly, my bride and co-laborer, Becca. Becca and I have been married for over 15 years and been on staff with crew for over 15 years, serving in central Wisconsin, up in Duluth, Minnesota, and Superior, Wisconsin, which we call the Greater Twin Ports. And uh, yeah, we miss that North Shore and uh, the Great Lake of Superior. Um, But Duluth was actually where Beck and I became a mom and a dad Mm. through adoption. Uh, Beck and I, as well as our two boys, Caleb and Isaac, have also had the opportunity to serve overseas for a year in East Asia, where we embrace new culture and we're able to bring the good news of Jesus to people who have never heard and watch people get baptized in the Christian faith and the underground churches that we would be able to partner with. Uh, while overseas, God had also led us uh, here, led us here to the Cooley region. And uh, we felt led to steward our leadership and serve the staff and students here in the lacrosse area. Uh, some fun things about myself. I love to do anything outdoors from hunting and fishing to biking and camping. And I come alive as I get to enjoy God's creation, and I just see life as one big adventure. And I got to buckle up because God has given me and my family one fun, faith-filled ride, Drew. Yeah, good to hear. So if you guys heard that story, it was a long one, and it's kind of a wild journey for Luke. Um, And Luke, I I would have to think that faith had to be a vital part of your life throughout that. Otherwise, that probably wouldn't have worked out as well as as it should have, you know. Do you, do you agree? Disagree? Yeah, um, yeah. I grew up. I grew up where faith was kind of a part of my life, and uh, I was introduced to it at an early age. And um, maybe I'll share a little bit later about some of that stuff. But yeah, faith. Faith has always been a part of my life, but it wasn't um, kind of the driving force that it is today, um, and motivating me to kind of do what God's called me to do. Sweet. So before we get to the meat of the questions, I want to pray before we start this whole interview process per se. So Lord, thank you for giving us this opportunity. Thank you for just being able to uh, talk and and get to dig deeper into who you are. Lord, I pray you can fill this room with with your Holy Spirit. God, I pray that you can speak through both me and Luke, Lord, and it can just be your word speaking through us. God, I pray that uh, you can just guide the rest of this day, guide this weekend as Pastor David preaches. And uh, yeah, I pray you can bless the church. I pray you can bless crew. I pray that you can just bless this community, Lord, and that it can just be for you and dedicated to you. In your name I pray. Amen. So this Sunday at Bountiful Harvest, Pastor David is going to be speaking on maximizing faith. 
in our walk with the Lord. So Luke, those are going to be the questions I'm going to be asking you on, kind of all around that topic. So are you ready for these Let's rock and roll here, Drew. <laughs> so this is a pretty, I don't know, I would, I would say kind of a, a broad topic, but also pretty specific. I don't know, it's kind of back and forth here. Um, so Luke, I want to ask you kind of more of a broad question. What is faith and how do you apply it to your life? Uh, I'd say faith, kind of simply put, is kind of complete trust or confidence in someone or something. And obviously, we live in an area where there's lots of different faith communities. And um, I had shared a little bit earlier about how I grew up where faith was an important part of my life. And early on, I realized that there were different churches, different um, communities of kind of this Christian faith. And I just had the opportunity that my family, faith was super important. My parents grew up going to church. I grew up going to church. My grandma and grandpa... uh, kind of the, the patriarchs of, of our faith, um, I kind of realized that there's something to this faith thing and faith in Christian God, the God of, of the Bible. And um, and how it just kind of applies to my life. Uh, early on, I guess I would say it didn't uh, really kind of take root in my life. I just kind of did it because grandma and grandpa did it, mom and dad did it. And I probably wouldn't be sitting here today, Drew, if God had not shaking up my world in such a way that I would be stewarding the last 15 plus years of my life um, trying to tell people about this faith that I have in Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, good deal. I I hear that, you know, I hear that story a lot talking to people that um, like their their parents grew up, they were teaching them to, to like live this walk with the Lord or to live this way with the Lord and, and to have faith, but they never really truly had faith. What would you say to those people? I'm curious on what your thoughts are. On like, what would you say to those people who who grew up in the faith or grew up in the church, um, but uh, just haven't fully accepted that faith? Yeah, that's a great question, Drew. I, you know, being on staff with Crew for as long as I've had, I've gotten to see students from all different faith backgrounds, um, whether they grew up in the church or haven't ever opened their Bible. And um, I think God wants to use people's stories in a real way. And I just tell my story. I tell. I tell people how God has worked in my life because people can't disagree with your story. And and for those those people, whether they're, you know, working the nine to five job or on the grind of the college campus, they um, have an opportunity to be a part of God's ultimate story of kind of redeeming lost people to come to faith in him. And for me, even though I grew up going to church, um, sadly, I thought I was a Christian, um, but I just knew a lot about God and I didn't know him in a real way. Mm. And, uh, and I would tell people, you know, just like, yeah, I had to swallow my pride in the sense that as I thought that I was this Christian, I, I went to church, you know, dug graves in the church cemetery by of all crazy things. And my dad was in the church choir just because we were super involved in the church didn't necessarily make me a Christian. Mm. And, um, someone had told me, it's just like, Luke, there's not a scale in heaven where it's like, you try to jockey for position and you do more good than bad. And, um, that's what, that's what allows you to get to heaven. But the crazy thing was, is that, you know, I I had to come to terms with reality. My dad was actually killed in a boating accident on Lake Michigan. And, and my story of faith, um, was kind of rattled at this point, you know, cause I wondered like, why did bad things happen to good people? We were super involved. And 
this crazy freak accident on Lake Michigan where my dad was killed, I started to wonder about eternal things. Did my dad go to heaven? Did he go to hell? Is, you know, some churches believe in this place called purgatory, this waiting place. And, and I just really didn't know what to think. Uh, my world was turned upside down. And uh, if I'm honest, Drew, I was pretty bitter at God. I was pretty disenchanted. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of hated God and I was ready to kind of say, screw this faith thing. Um, if there is a God, why would he let my dad get killed? Um, but in the quietness of my heart, God was, was kind of at work. He was drawing me in. And, and as I wrestled about eternal thing, I realized that we all have this existence. You know, I'm here on this planet for some reason. And I don't think it is just to uh, make money, get the girl, get the job, get the car, 2.5 kids and a dog. I think this faith thing is something important. And um, my first thing about when you ask me about what faith is, it's complete trust or confidence in someone or something. And uh, I put a lot of stock in trusting in my dad, trusting in being this farm kid, three-sport athlete. And uh, it was actually God had just gifted me and blessed me in a lot of different areas. Mm -hmm. And until my world was turned upside down, you know, I tell people it's just like it kind of took the loss of my earthly father to turn to my heavenly father. Mm. And uh, that trajectory shifted in my mind and in my heart what faith actually is. Yeah. Oh, Luke, thanks for sharing. I know that was, uh, that's always kind of a tough subject to, to talk about, I'm sure. But, you know, I appreciate you using, you know, your past to, to shepherd people, to show what faith, what faith is in your life. And, you know, to, I think, I think most people will say that there is kind of a point in their life where they had to, had to have that faith, that, that coming to, coming to Christ faith almost. And, and like, for me, that was my, my mental health, my mental health was the, that, that breaking point for me where I was like just so low that it was almost a desperation in desperation. That I looked towards the father and, and put my faith in him. So, um, Luke, I appreciate you sharing that, man. And, uh, that is, yeah, faith has to be, has to be vital in your life to, to get through all of that. So I appreciate that. Um, to, to move on here. My next question is based off of Hebrews eleven six, which says, But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So my question to you is, why is it impossible to please God apart from faith? And how do we as believers live a faith-filled life pleasing to God? What does that look like? Yeah, that's a great question, Drew. As I think about, you know, that passage in Hebrews 6, um, without faith, it's impossible to please him. Um, for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And when my story and my life got turned upside down when my dad was killed and I started asking kind of those real questions or God laid those questions on my heart, um, I ultimately had to come to terms with I was trying to live my life to please myself and not to please God. Mm. You know, I, like I said, I put a lot of stock in being this farm kid, this hardworking three-sport athlete. I was a pretty decent student. And my identity was wrapped up in a lot of those things. And um, I think God is most pleased in us when we rely and depend on him. And uh, I was relying and depending on the gifts that God gave me, <laughs> the giver of these gifts, you know, from my athletic ability to my intellect to even just the upbringing that I had and the privilege of, of growing in a, in a sweet family. Um but I think it's impossible to please God apart from faith because you're either trusting in someone or someone else or you're trusting in God. And when my dad was killed, I realized 
that I needed to kind of put my faith and trust in Jesus. Mm -hmm. And that's when ultimately kind of I started to live this faithful life. You know, the Bible started to make a lot more sense. You know, church started to make a lot more sense. I was part of a Bible study at the time with crew, and I was just like, these light bulbs just kind of kept turning on and on. And I was just like, man, my whole life growing up, going to church, I kind of missed the bus a little bit. You know, I, <laughs> I, I, I uh, like I said, I knew a lot about God, but I didn't know him in a real way. And just kind of this wisdom of, of kind of putting my faith and trust in someone who is trustworthy versus putting my faith and trust in someone like myself, a known mistake maker, who's going to continue to screw up, continue to make mistakes. Um, seemed like a better choice to uh, put my faith and trust in God. And you know what, Drew, I don't, I don't got everything figured out, but I know there is something to this faith thing. And, and I know there's something to, to relying and trusting in the Lord. Um, because that's gone a lot better for me than uh, trusting myself. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I was kind of thinking about that when you were saying I was getting wrapped up in other things. And there's just, I can count, there's countless times that I've just screwed up on my own because I trusted myself. And, you know, I think that's kind of the root of where like worry comes from is that we're trying to cling on to something that we think that or something that's stressful in our lives that we are trying to control when in reality we're supposed to be giving that up to the Lord. And when it's crazy when we do give it up to the Lord, how, how he works through that every single time through 22 years of my life, he has, he has been faithful to me. And so, yeah, there's just so many things that I should have just given to the Lord right away. And it would have just been so much better. Instead, I try to cling to it. And then when you have faith in yourself, usually it's a pretty slippery slope. It's a pretty yeah. slippery slope. Yeah, it goes south pretty quick. And I mean, I, we, I shared a little bit earlier about uh, my family, Becca, and my two boys, Caleb and Isaac, and, and God calling us to go serve overseas in East Asia. And um, there's a point, Drew, where I was just like, I was being super disobedient. I felt that God may be leading us to go overseas. And I was like, screw that noise. I love, you know, American food. I love yeah. my bed. And, um, you know, I had family and friends that thought that we were nuts to even consider moving my young boys and bride overseas. Yeah. Um, but there's this question that kind of got laid on my heart, you know, as I was kind of spending some time with the Lord. You know, and I was writing in my journal, and it was, it's just this, and I would even encourage those of you that are listening today, every day that you get out of bed, ask yourself this question. What am I doing that requires faith? What am I doing that requires mm. faith? And if you don't have a great answer for that, I would encourage us to all get on our knees and be like, God, give me faith to kind of see people as you see people, take steps that would be honoring, glorifying to you. And next thing I know, I'm on a plane overseas. And man, it was a fun ride. It was probably the hardest year of marriage that I've ever had in the 15 years I've been married. Hardest year of parenting, two little crazy boys. But you know what? It was some of the most rewarding, mm. um, faith-filled experience that I ever had. I, I've met pastors of underground churches and got to lead um, students who had never heard about Jesus um, to Christ, to faith. And uh, had God not called me to take that step of faith, I would have missed out on that fun adventure that mm. he called us to. So yeah, what are you, what are you doing, Drew, that requires faith today? And well, that's, that's, yeah. that's a good question that, that we all Great question ask. that we always, yeah, you're right. If you can, if you can do that every single morning, you know, you're going to be, man, you're going to be a, a, a trooper for the Lord. You're going to be a great soldier um, to, to kind of reflect on that and, and challenge yourself in that way. I think that's beautiful. Um, uh, so my next question for you, Luke, is does faith 
mix with any other aspects of our walk with the Lord. Such, like, for example, we hear about the word hope all the time. Do you think faith and hope or any other of those, you know, Christian words that we always talk about, do those two mix at all or any one of those things mix? Yeah, I mean, if you were to come over to my house, I got in Chinese characters on my wall, faith, hope, and love. And I think you, you hear those words often. Um, you know, faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these is what, Drew? Love. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's a lot of people who run in kind of the Christian circles. They know these things. And I think, bottom line, faith is kind of the bedrock of who we are. And um, with faith, it stirs hope. And then that hope causes us to help us love other people. And um, I think we live in an already but not yet kind of reality, you know. Easter's coming up, and it's my favorite holiday. Jesus rose from the dead. And uh, if he hadn't done that, our faith would be kind of a joke. It'd just be, you know, it'd be a, a wash. You know, there'd be nothing that we'd be living our life for. Um, but you see, when I put my faith and trust in Jesus as my Lord and Savior and realize that we live in this already but not yet reality, that, that heaven is our eternal home, and uh, we have time here on this earth that we can, by faith, love people, hard to love people even, um, that I think this, uh, this Christian faith that we can kind of live out is going to ultimately influence our day-in and day-out realities, you know, mm. from how we interact with our coworkers, how we interact with someone at the grocery store or, you know, uh, a classmate or mom and dad or brother and sister. Um, but yeah, how can... This faith mix with other aspects of our walk. Um, you're either going to put your faith and trust in God and let that influence you. Or you're going to put your faith and trust in something else. Beautiful. Beautiful. I'm looking up um, Ephesians. You might actually know this. What's Ephesians 2.8, Luke? Ephesians 2.8-9 is for by grace you have been saved through faith. It is not by yourself um, so that no one can boast. It is a gift of God. Wow. Yeah, you had that one lined up. Yep. I, yeah. Actually, I, we were uh, memorizing that verse on the way to school today. I, 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 I was driving my boys to school, and we're trying to memorize some scripture, and that was one that we were working on today, and it was pretty fun. Yeah, yeah so there you go. That's a good one. So <laughs> I'm glad that you did that because I needed that one right now because what I was going to say is that, you know, there was a time in my life where I just felt very hopeless. I felt very down, and, you know, there was depression. There was anxiety, and, and it was until... It was when I gave when when I came to complete faith in Jesus Christ is when I started to find that hope in something. And so yes, my days were still gloomy, but I clung to that hope that came by faith because I knew, you know, once you come to what is Ephesians two eight says it's by faith that like you're saved. Yeah. And so I at least I clung to that. It's like I'm saved. Like at mm -hmm. least there's gonna be a day where everything is gonna be better. Yeah, everything's going to be made new. Yep, everything's going to be made new. Like this depression, this anxiety, this, all this stuff going on in my head is going to be wiped. It's going to be clean. It's going to be, I'm going to be made perfect someday. And I, you know, you cling to that hope and that, that right there brings you joy. Get and you so, up. yeah, doesn't that just get you just amped yeah. up? It yeah. is, it is early in the morning and we're getting amped up with yeah. the gospel. Right yep. That's what yeah. I love to hear it. But I mean, you're right, Drew. I mean, there's a lot of things that, this world is turned upside down and we live in a broken, fallen world. And um, we can put our faith in the stock market. We can put our faith in relationships. We can put our faith in a job. And, you know, in a global pandemic, you know, our backs are up against the wall and we're kind of wondering, like, what is going on in this world? Mm. And, you know, God's Word, the Bible, it, it has the answers. And, you know, we can't put our faith in things of this world. We can put 
our faith in the one who created this world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it leads you down a heck of a lot better path. Uh, I tell you, you what, you, you got else. that right, my friend. You got that right. <laughs> um, my next question is, Luke, you are a leader of leaders that lead people. Now, I'm going to say that again just in case people get a little bit confused. You are a leader of leaders that lead people. And some people would say that, that is a, a pretty uh, stressful job. Does faith help with that? If so, how does that look? Yeah, great question. Um, earlier, I kind of said God had called us to the lacrosse area crew to steward our leadership. And I know God has given me this gift to lead, to serve, to shepherd. And uh, I want to be obedient to that. But um, leading leaders is messy. You know, there's always drama. There's always fires to put out. Um, and ministry is messy. Um, Jesus was on the front lines and he embraced the mess. And uh, if I tried to embrace that mess by myself, man, I've tried. And you know what? Trying to be someone's functional savior just does not work. No. And uh, when I was over in East Asia, I was totally taken out of my element. You know, I love to talk. I love to speak. And I don't didn't know the language. I was enrolled as an international student taking language classes. And... Um, I realized that these God-given gifts that I have, um, I was kind of stewarding them for my glory, Mm. for me to kind of look good. And um, God kind of took the legs out from under me, and I realized who was I depending in, and it kind of goes back to this faith. You know, what am I putting my confidence or trust in, my natural gifts and abilities that are God-given, or am I depending on the Lord? And as I lead leaders, as I lead people, and God has given me the privilege to kind of steward that leadership, um, yeah, it is a stressful job, but you know what? It is a fun ride because if I can mobilize and empower people to be obedient to what God is calling them to do and show them how to depend on the Lord, like I've strived to, strive to depend on the Lord, uh, man, it just opens up, you know, laborers for such a ripe harvest field, Drew. Mm. Um, so simply put, um, who are you depending on? Are you depending on yourself as a leader or are you depending on the Lord to help give you the strength and ability to lead those that God's called you to lead. Yeah. And I, I think we hit on this a couple of times when you start to have faith in yourself or other things around you, usually doesn't you, go well. For you. Yeah. Usually it takes a tumble. A couple, a couple bumps in the road. There, yeah. Um, Luke, this is the last question that I have for you before we start to wrap things up. Second Corinthians is a, uh, you know, top dog verse that a lot of people know and memorize in the Christian world. And it says we live by faith, not by sight. Is that true? And please explain. Uh, I think simply put, Drew, it's in the Bible, so I, yeah, <laughs> I was, I'd say that's I true. So I, don't, say yes. I don't know if you got a loaded question here for me, but you know, I think I think people just kind of want to, you know, kind of the phrase, "what seeing is believing," and I think you know, as we live by faith, not by sight. Um, I know that God existed. I know that Jesus walked this earth. You know, there's there's evidence of that. Um, But I think some people, we live in a very inquisitive, doubtful kind of culture that that they just kind of want kind of the hard facts right in front of them and they want to throw the Bible out and not see that as true. But you know what, I I would encourage us um, to kind of consider like, I don't think they see um, God because they're not looking for God. Hmm. I don't think 
people see God because they don't realize that we all are created in the image of God. And Drew, like I, I've been able to hang out with you the last couple of years and I see God in you. You are the Imagio Dei, the image of God. And um, as your life has been transformed and changed by the good news, by the gospel of Jesus entering your life and you putting your faith and trust in him, I see God in you. And, um, you know, earlier I said I loved kind of the outdoors. I love doing anything in nature and I just kind of come alive and and man, yeah, we can kind of go on the evolution train and big bang stuff, but you know what? I can't help but look at these bluffs and uh, the trees and kind of be like, man, there is a creator out there. And and for me, that's seeing, and I'm believing it. I'm believing that, you know, how God created um, us, you know, as a phi ed major and a health ed minor, and, you know, I know how the body works, and we are one fine pieces of equipment. And, um, yeah, when I read in the Bible, it's just like, for me, God's word just comes alive. And when Second Corinthians talks about live by faith, not by sight, I, I've been able to see. I've been able to see God at work. I've had a front row seat to lives being changed. And apart from mm. having faith, I, I mean, it's just crazy. You know, it's like, I don't know why someone would want to move their family overseas. I don't know why someone who, like myself, who's dad was killed in a crazy boating accident went just right off this faith thing but i sit before you today as a changed man as god has gripped my life in such a way that i can't help but tell people about this faith in jesus oh come on man that is too good that is too good and i i can back you up on that it's just when i'm living by something other than faith like i said so many times during this podcast this little this little journey that we've taken man it's like i just i just can't help but say that it is a struggle when I'm living by something other than faith in the Lord. And yeah, there's just been, like I said, countless times I've made mistakes and, you know, I'm not really where I want to be, but I'm so thankful that I'm not where I was. Yeah. And God, me too. too. (laughs) it's just, uh, and I want to continue to get sanctified and changed by the Lord every single day. And um, I think that comes by, you know, trusting the Lord, having faith in the Lord every single day, asking that question. Um, like, what am I doing that requires faith today? Yeah, exactly. And if you can do that, man, I just, I can't, I can't help but think that like, that will change your life like, Dude, dr- if, dramatically. If you ask yourself that question, buckle up because God is going to have some things in store <laughs> for you because you're going to be talking to people you never thought you'd talk to. You'd be um, rubbing shoulders with people that you never thought you'd rub shoulders with. Yeah. And God is going to work in and through you. Um, because it's not you that's doing the work, it's him. Yep. And you just got to put one foot in front of the other and be like, God, guide and direct my steps. Yep, amen. He's a light to our path. Yeah, yeah, Last thing, Luke, is I just want to reflect on everything we talked about today. Do you have any last thoughts on the topic? Can you offer any personal wisdom or any scripture that you would want some people to remember? Yeah. I mean, just like as we kicked off today, it's just like faith, simply put, is complete trust or confidence in someone or something. Um, What are you putting your faith and trust in? Putting in yourself, things of this world, or are you putting in God? And I want to leave you guys with this scripture passage. It's Colossians 3, 1 through 4, and this was a kick in the butt for me as it's like, what am I fixing my eyes on? And yeah, I'm just going to read it for y'all. So again, Colossians 3, 1 through 4. If then you have been raised with Christ, Seek the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. 
When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. What I like about this text, Drew, is, you know, there's a couple commands in there. Seek the things that are above. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. And then verse 3, you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. That's mm. such a beautiful reality. And, um, yeah, as Easter is on the, on the horizon, that verse 4 just kind of continues to give us that hope that we kind of been talking about mm. a little earlier and how faith, hope, and love, you know. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. So, in closing, is Christ your life? And are you living that life by faith? Mm. Too good, Luke. Well, thank you again for taking your time to to be here with us, to to do this little interview, this podcast. And I just appreciate your heart for people, your heart for the Lord, especially, and just this faith walk that you've had. That is, it is truly uh, from the Lord, and we can see that. Um, and I'm sure that all your leaders can see it as well. And so I thank you again for this time. I thank you for all that you do. And uh, yeah, I just pray that that guy can continue to use you to glorify his, his kingdom and build up his walls. So for all the listeners, thank you for everyone who took their time to listen. And make sure to stop in to hear Pastor David on Sunday at 10 a.m. to speak more on maximizing your faith. The service is located at 1601 Caledonia Street here in La Crosse. It's in sweet F. And I hope to see y'all there. So until next time, peace and blessings. Later.